The last thing we were discussing was an ox that killed a person. We have to kill it. And it says that the owner comes out naki, clean. He doesn't get any part of that animal. That's it. The, the whole thing, you know, don't have any benefit. Not from the flesh, not from the hide, nothing. And the Gemara brought a Braita, or Rabbi Eliezer said, Ubala Shor Naki means he doesn't have to pay half kofir. And Rabbi Akiva didn't understand that. How could he be even Hayav Kofir? And Rabbi Eliezer explained one of two ways. Either uh, there's only one witness, or, and the owner is the one who admitted, or the ox had intent to kill uh, people, he would be Paturan. By mistake, he, he killed people that he's Hayav on. And the Hidushi does not have to pay Kofir. And with that, we're going to start Mebet Amud Aleph, five lines in, beginning of the line, which says, Tanya Idah. We have another Braita in regards to Baal Ashur Naki, where it says, the owner of the ox is clean. So the first Braita was on Mem Aleph Amud Aleph, that's uh, the, the famous one, Baal Ashur Naki, the person comes out clean from all of his assets. The second one was Rebili Ezer, he's Naki from half Kofir. And now, Tanya Idah, Baal Ashur Naki, Omer, Naki Medeme Veladot. He doesn't have to pay for the children. And Amar Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva, why don't you need a pasuk for that? Tarehu Omer, but we already have a pasuk in regards to a human being who hurt a woman. People are fighting, and they and one of them hurts a pregnant woman, and the children come out. She miscarriages as a result. We know it's anashim. It's only if people are fighting, and not if oxen are fighting. Of course, they wouldn't have to pay. So I don't need the whole drasha of Baal Ashur Naki to tell me that if an ox hurts a pregnant woman, he doesn't have, the owner doesn't have to pay for the children. And the Gemara asks, look, Shapir Kama Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva brings up a good point. It, it sounds like a straight up pasuk. I don't need a whole uh, drasha for it. So Amar of Ola Bered Rav Idi, it's Tarikh. No, I need the, the Baal Ashur Naki also. Because Salkadatach, I mean, I would have thought Anashim Velashevarim Hadomila Anashim. Maybe it means people and not oxen that are like people, meaning meaning the same way humans are muad, even oxen are muad also, they would also be patur. And I would understand that and maybe a short time who heard a pregnant woman, maybe he would be hayav. That's why to tell me that also the short time is patur. And the opposite that the short muad should be, should be hayav. And Amar Abba, Abba doesn't understand this. Yetziva Barav, Giorab Hashemaya. Understand, the regular citizen is on the ground, and the convert, the stranger, is going to be up in the sky. Meaning, does it make sense to say that by a short time he has to pay, and a short muad he would be patur? Meaning, where do you even come up with that idea? That Havamina from? Ela Amar it's tarikh, rather the way Rabbi explains that Rabbi Yossi holds that you need Balashor Naki for the following because Sarkadat Achmina would have thought Anashim Velashivarim, maybe people and not oxen, Hadomin Anashim, oxen that are like people, Manashim Muadin Afshivarim, Muadim. The same way people are always forewarned and they're always Hayav, say the same thing with oxen that they're also always uh, Patur, no matter what, even if they're uh, even if they're Muadir, or still Patur. And I would have said that. Even in Zikalva Homer, that the short time are patur, that's why Hadar Katab Rahamana Bala Shor Naki, that's why I need that pasuk, tam patur, and umuad hayat. Tell me that no, by short time, he doesn't have to pay for the children. However, Shor Muad would have to pay for the children.
And according to this, Rabbi Yossi is saying, when it says, he's coming to say that a short time is patrol, but a short mu'ad is hayab. So, Amar de Abaye, Abaye now asks Rabbah, if that's the case, that from Anashim and not Shivarim, I would have thought only uh, only Mu'adim uh, are hayab. Let's say use the same uh, logic in regards to paying for embarrassment. The case would be two men are fighting and uh, one of them's wife comes and grabs the other person in his embarrassing spot and uh, we have to, uh, she has to pay. It says Anashim Vela Shevarim. Let's just say also over there it says Anashim people and not oxen. Uh, even oxen, Hadomila Anashim, even oxen that are like people, Manashim Wadim Afshevarim Wadim, the same way people always forewarned, even oxen that are forewarned, and Bekalva Homer Tamidiptire, and Kalva Homer for a short time that they're Patur. That's why Hadakat Abrahamar Balashor Naki tell me that Tam is Patur from Boshet, and Muad is Hayav. So if a short Muad hurts a person in that area, he should be Hayav. Meaning, why don't, you, why don't you take that exact same logic, Anashim, take that logic and put it by Boshet also. I mean, if you want to, and if you want to say, yeah, why not? Then if that's the case, the Baita should say, Add that also, that uh, he doesn't have to pay, the, he doesn't have to pay for the children, and he doesn't have to pay for embarrassment also. Why do you only mention uh, the children? together, and they came out with an answer. Rabbi Yossi, who held that Balashornaki is needed to say you don't have to pay for the children because the Anashim, in regards to two men fighting and they hurt a pregnant woman, I can be Doresh in a total different way. I could say Anashim and Ason Baisha Yanshu. If nothing happened to the woman, she's still alive, even though the children died, okay, then I have to pay for the children. Yes, Ason Baisha, but if the woman dies, La Yanshu, they don't have to pay because they, they have a bigger problem. They get the bigger punishment, which is death. And that's with humans. That even if the woman dies, they still, the, I would say the owner has to pay for the children. That's why the pasuk at the same balshonaki to tell me the the patur that the owner would not have to pay if the if the woman dies. So that's how they came out with the drasha. That's how they explained the BOC. So now matki flar of Adabarahava. So Adabarahava has a question on Abayinava. Atube ason taliyamilta is the fact that they're patur from paying. Does that have to do with her dying or not as a result? No, it's bechavanat taliyamilta. The whole thing is uh, they would only be patur from paying and meaning hayav mita if they had a, an intent to kill. But if they were planning on killing someone else and they killed her by mistake, they would have to pay. So your whole drasha of anashim velashivarim doesn't work. Your whole drasha was yesh yesh ason en ason, but but that's that's not proud of the pasuk. Ela Amara Vadabarava, rather, here comes Rabadabarava and he explains Rabbi Yossi that when it says Balashor Naki, he doesn't have to pay for the children. Anashim, when men are fighting, Kinit Kavnu, Zelaze, when they're trying to kill one another and they weren't planning to kill the woman, they were trying to kill each other. Afagav, Sheyesh, Ason, Beisha, Yanshu, even if something happened to the woman and she died, they still have to pay for the children because they're not Hayav Mita. However, Kinit Kavnu, Leisha, Atzma, if they were planning to kill the woman, they don't have to pay because they have the, the bigger problem, which is the Hayav Mita. 
but I would have thought that the same rules don't apply in regards to oxen, meaning that maybe even if the, if the oxen had an intent to hurt a pregnant woman, the, the owner should pay. That's why to tell me that the owner does not have to pay for the children. Same idea, when Haggai came from the south, he came with a bright just like Now the Gemara brings a fourth interpretation to another Drasha. Uh, the pasuk is in regards to a short tam that killed an avid kenani that the owner of the ox does not have to pay the 30 kes if you would have to pay for a slave. So now the Gemara asks, Why didn't Rabbi Akiva ask himself the question that he asked Rabbi Eliezer before on Daf Memalif Amudbet? If he's a short time, where does he get paid? Where does he have to pay from? From its own body. You don't have to pay from the pocket. Now, if this short killed someone, then it, it, it has to die, and there's no hana from it. So now, if there's no hana from it, and then how are you going to pay? If it's a short time, you have to pay from the actual body. You don't pay from the the owner's pocket. You could always say, bring him to Betin, and uh, the Betin will take out the money. But you can't bring it to Betin because uh, they killed it. So, Amar of Shemuel, of Itzhak, we were talking about a situation where the owner slaughtered it before the end of the deen. Now, the Tema would have thought, maybe the owner would have to pay the 30 kesef for the avid from the flesh of the ox. That's why the Pasuka tell me that since it was supposed to get killed, it was supposed to get stoned, even though you slaughtered it, you, we don't uh, take payment from it. So, Yahachi. If that's the case, if that's what we're saying here, according to Biakiva, then Nami, then we should say the same thing uh, over there by uh, the, the, the original case where Rebile Ezra was saying that Kshekadam Ushato. When Rebile Ezra wanted to say Ubalashor Naki doesn't have to pay half kofir, you could also say the cases where he uh, slaughtered it before the end of the before the end of the deen. And the Gemara answers Hachinami. You're right. Biakiva knew that Rebile Ezra could answer that. Vesavar. But he, but Rabbi Akiva was thinking maybe Rabbi Lezer had a better answer, and he Rabbi Akiva was hoping that Rabbi Lezer would give him that answer. So like I said, Rabbi Lezer, why didn't he tell Rabbi Akiva that we're talking about a situation where he slaughtered it before the the, the deen ended? So Amalach Rabbi Lezer would tell you. You can't say that you need a pasuk for the case where he slaughtered before the deen ended. Because I would say, The case over there is where he was planning to kill an animal and by mistake he killed the human being that really the animal should not have been killed. The because I would have thought that maybe the owner should pay half damage or kofir from the body of the animal, and therefore it's That's why the pasuk need to come and say that you don't have to pay kofir. over here when you slaughter before the din, we all knew that this uh, this ox was supposed to get killed. 
Maybe I don't need a pasuk to tell me that he doesn't have to pay, even if he slaughtered it. Meaning, if there was no chiyuv mita, there's no stoning for this uh, ox, okay, then if you could pay it from the actual body of the ox, okay, that's why the Torah needed to tell me that he's patur. Meaning, even if you could pay, but we're going to tell you patur. That's why you bal shonaki. However, but if he was supposed to get killed, because because that well, that's the deen, and he slaughtered it early, I don't care. At the end of the day, the, the deen was made up right away on the spot. The minute that it killed, it's supposed to get killed. At the end of the day, at, straight from the beginning, he didn't have to pay. Even if later you did something illegal, now you could pay, it doesn't make a difference. At the beginning, you couldn't pay. So now the Gemara says, if Rabbi Eliezer would explain himself that way, or Rabbi Akiva Nami, then Rabbi Akiva also, maybe he also he holds the same shita. Rabbi Akiva want to say that the Balashor Naki from the Kofar, you would have to pay for the Ayavid, say the same idea, that even though you slaughtered it, it's still at the at the, at the the beginning, when he when he gored, when he killed, whatever he did, he is patur from paying so then why do you need a pasuk to tell me that he's patur if I could pretty much figure out that he's patur? So, I heard something from an Adam Gadol. Who's this Adam Gadol? Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Hanina explained Rabbi Akiva as follows. I would have thought that he has to pay with whatever is left for damages, meaning if a human and an animal uh, cause damage to one another, but the damage that happened to the human is more than what the damage was to the, to the ox, then the, the owner of the ox pays just the difference. So according to Rabbi Akiva, a tam that gored another animal, okay, over there it's half damages, but if he, he damaged a human being, the deen would be full damages, and that's how we we figure out the difference. Then Then according to Rabbi Akiva over there, when you're paying for an avid, you have to pay from your pocket, not from the animal itself, but rather from the owner's pocket. And that's why, that's why you need that pasuk tell me that he does not have to pay for the avid. So even though when he hurts a human being, he has to pay from pocket, but not when it's a slave. And just broke his fist. He weakened himself. He's saying that a short time that damaged a human being, he has to pay full damage, and he doesn't have to pay from the body. Then why do you need a pasuk? That gored a human being, maybe you have to pay from the, the top uh, assets. That's why it says that he pays from the body, not from the, the owner's best assets. But over here we just said the opposite. He's going to pay from the owner's t- uh, assets. So which one is it? Meaning the way we're understanding Rabbi Akiva argues on what Rabbi Akiva said in the Brayta. So Ela Amarava, rather Rava explains Rabbi Akiva, it's terich. No, I need the pasuk to tell, to tell me that a short time does not have to pay for a slave. Salkada Tach, I mean, I would have thought Ho'il umahmirani be'avid yoter mi ben Horim. I would have thought maybe the Torah is more uh, strict when it comes to uh, an avid that was killed more than a regular person that was killed. Why should ben Horim? Ben Horin, if he was worth a selah, you pay a selah. 
Sheloshim, not ten Sheloshim, if he's worth 30 Salaim, you pay 30 Salaim, you go by whatever he's worth. Ve'eved, and when it comes to a slave that was killed by Ashur Mu'ad, Yafeh Sela, even if he's only worth a Sela, not ten Sheloshim, if they pay 30 Salaim. So maybe we're more Mahmir with ten Eved, and maybe maybe you have to pay for the Eved from your best assets. And that's why Rabbi Akiva was the rest of Pasukah, Tavra Hamana Ba'ala Shor Naki. To tell me that a short time that killed the slave, he does not have to pay for the slave. And Tanya Kavateh the Rabbah, the Britalik Rabbah, Ba'ala Shor Naki, Rabbi Akiva Omer, Naki Midem Eved, you don't have to pay for a slave. And the Brita asks, Dinu, but I can learn it from a Kalvahomir Hoil Vahiv Baivid Vahiv Bibin Horin, since the Pasuk obligated the owner of an ox to pay in in case his ox killed uh, either a slave or a free man. Maybe the same way by when he killed when he killed a free man. There's a difference if it's a short time, short muad, short time is patru from kofir, muad is hayav in kofir. You could say the same thing when with the, when it comes to a slave. There's a difference if it was a short time or a, or or a short muad. If it was a short time, you don't have to pay, and if short muad, you would. Ve'od. I can also learn that I would have said, look, even with a uh, with the with the free person, if a person uh, if a person was killed by an ox, you know, there's a difference. But when the 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 owner of the ox has to pay full, but still there's a difference between tam and muad. When it comes to an Ayavid, where you only have to pay 30, you should say that there's a difference between Tam and Mu'ad, Tam Patur, and with the Mu'ad, you should be Hayab. And the, the Brayta says, no, no, because I would have thought, I would have thought maybe with a slave, it's it's more uh, it's more strict than a regular person. With a regular free man, we go by whatever he was worth. If he was worth a selah or worth thirty selah, you, you pay whatever he's worth. Ve'eved doesn't make a difference. Even if he's worth a selah, you still pay thirty. Maybe even with a short time, he would be hayav if he killed an eved. That's why you need the pasuk balashonaki. He doesn't have to pay for the slave. So again, to summarize, we have a pasuk balashonaki. We learned four things. Either, uh, according to the first bracha we learned, is balashonaki. He doesn't have any benefit from it. Not even the the, the flesh. He can't even sell the the hide. Nothing. Then you have Rabbi Leizer balashonaki that he, he doesn't have to pay half kofir. And Rabbi Yosegeli was Doresh, Baal Shornaki, and not for the children. And then you have Rabbi Akiva who says he doesn't have to pay for the slave. Tanura Banan. So now we have a Breita. It says in regards to a Shor Mu'ad, Vehemit Ish Oisha. If he killed a, a man or a woman, Amar Rabbi Akiva, Vehima Bazel Lamedeno. What's this Pasuk Ish Oisha coming to teach me? Im Lehayev Al Aisha Keish. If it's coming to obligate a person to pay for a man or a woman, Harikva Neemar, Kigah Shor It Ish Oisha. We already have a Pasuk that says if an ox gores a man or a woman. So, so the, what I need, the, the, the second Pasuk where it says Vehemit, and he killed a man or a woman. It's coming to uh, compare men and women. The same way when you when you, if, if you kill a man, uh, whatever damage you have to pay to his children. Same thing with a woman. That all whatever damage you're supposed to get, you give it to her children, whoever inherits her, not their husband.
But the Gemara asks, "Vesavarbiakiva layarit laval." But does Rabbiakiva really hold that the husband doesn't inherit his wife? Vehatanya, we have pasuk vearashota in regards to inheritance. It says the, the man inherits her. Mikan shabal yoresh et ishto. The Rabbiakiva, Rabbiakiva learns from that pasuk that even though that when we say vearashota, uh, it's really talking about the land. That Rabbiakiva learns that a husband is yoresh; he inherits his wife. So that goes against what we just learned. So Amarish Lakish Lo Amar Ela Bekofer. Rabbi Akiva was explaining that that the woman's uh, the money that that she gets for getting her the kofer that she was supposed to get paid goes to her children. Because it's not paid during her life; it's only paid after her life. And that's money that is coming. The husband does not inherit any money that's going to come like money that's already there meaning if there's money in her bank account then yes the husband really technically owns it it's his but if the money is is supposed to come in after death then he doesn't acquire that that's not part of the inheritance so now my tama what's the reason that kofar is only paid after death why can't they pay it while uh, while uh, she's uh, she's alive? Meaning, if she's going to die, if you see that uh, this person uh, hurt her, this person's ox hurt her, and she's going to die, the doctor's saying, "Okay, the, this uh, this lady's dying. Why can't we just pay it now?" So Amar Kera, because the pasuk says, "Behemit ish o isha shori sakel vegam be'alav yumat im kofer yushat alav." Meaning there has to be a vehemit. There has to be a killing first. Once the killing happens, then the kofer gets placed. And the ox doesn't get uh, get uh, stoned until the the person actually dies. So we're understanding by kofir it goes to her children and not to her husband, which leads the Gemara to ask Ubin Zakin Lo Amar And in other damages, the Biakiva didn't say that you have to pay her children not her husband. Vehatanya, but we learned Hikayat Aisha if a person hit a woman and she had a miscarriage you have to pay the 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 damage the suffering to the woman and the children to the husband if the husband's not alive you give it to his inheritors if the woman's alive okay you give it to her uh, to her inheritors meaning not the husband if she was a slave woman who was freed and she was pregnant from a freed slave, and then she got hurt, Ogi Yoret, or if she was a Yoret, she was pregnant from a Geru, he has no inheritors, and they both die. Zacha, the person who who damaged her, doesn't have to pay, meaning he's rewarded in the sense he doesn't have to pay. So you see, if Yaakiva held even in other damages, it goes to the inheritors, not the husband. And Amar Abba, explained, the Rabbi Akiva in general holds that even in other damages, the money goes to the husband. He's the inheritor. And this Braita is talking about Bigrusha. She was divorced after she was uh, wounded. And that's why if she dies, the money goes to her children, not the, the ex-husband. Vechen Amar of Nahman, that this Braita is talking about a Bigrusha. It's talking about a divorcee, and that's why the money goes to her children. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen Amen.